Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling. No harness racing today in South Australia because we had a, a doubleheader, if you like, on the weekend, Sunday Night Globe Derby. And yesterday was the Strathalbyn Cubs. The first time we raced there, I think, for just over three years at Strathalbyn at the actual venue. And uh, probably one of the happiest people to, to leave the meeting was Heather Stevens, who trained the Cornella for the uh, Pacing Cup. And I'm happy to say that Heather Stevens is my first uh, guest of two very special guests. Later on, we're going to have a chat with Danny Hill, who's driven for Heather on quite a few occasions, but it was Danny's brother Wayne that drove the winner, Maharaja, but it's my pleasure once again to introduce Heather Stevens to Mobile Rolling. Heather, congratulations, and how are you going? Oh, very well, thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good day, so uh, it's always nice to walk away with a winner, but to get the Quinella was, uh, was even better, so it was really good. Look, you've only, you always only uh, train a handful of horses in the stable. You never really have a big team. So um, have you trained the Cornella of a, a cup before, Heather? No, no, I definitely have. I, I don't know whether we've even trained the Cornella before, to be honest. So we don't have, well, very rarely do we have sort of two horses in, in one race. So we just happen at the moment to have two fast-class horses going around at the moment. So they're going to clash quite a bit now. But uh, no, I think that's our first Quinella. It's like, an, yeah, if, I, if I'm right, anyway. So, but definitely first Quinella in a cup, that's for sure. Okay, the barrier draw comes out. You've got Maharaja who's drawn the pole. You've got Better Have Time who's drawn immediately behind him. Uh, what was the air of confidence when you saw the barrier draw and after having a chat with your drivers? Oh, look, we were, we were quietly confident. So, we knew when nominations came out, we knew the Maharaja because it was drawn on national ratings. We knew that he was going to draw the pole. Um, we didn't know exactly where Better Have Time was going to draw at that stage. So when the fields came out and they drew those barriers, um, yeah, we were quietly confident. We were a little nervous uh, about how Maharaja would handle the tighter circuit. So um, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a concern. But once he sort of got around that first down, we knew we were OK. Um, Better Have Time's a, a lovely gated little horse. And he's actually been to Strathalbyn before. So we knew he was OK, but it was just a case of, how much pressure I think they applied to Maharaja hitting that first bend, and uh, um, from there, from there we were okay. So yeah, once uh, once he held the top and um, he looked like he was handling the circuit okay, uh, he, yeah, he uh, he was always going to be hard to beat. Yeah, look, you make a good point because he has crumbled under pressure on the first turn before, but uh, it's rare. It doesn't happen that often with him, but you know that there's that little chink in his armour if there was pressure, but there wasn't any real major intense pressure. And I think Wayne Hill uh, driving him just tried to get him out comfortable and make sure that he began good enough that they wouldn't try and attack him. Uh, but also, I think Wayne just rated him beautifully in front. Like, he got, yeah. he got a very, he just rated him perfect as far as not going too slow, but definitely not going too fast and, and definitely saving something for the finish. Yeah, we, we did have that conversation before the race. So we were surprised. We thought there might be a little bit more pressure early. Um, than what there was, um, but I, I think the plan always was as soon as they started coming three wide that he was gonna he was gonna put the, the foot down a little bit. That, that third quarter was quick, um, just to try and make those guys who are off the track work a little bit harder, and uh, that ended up working nicely. I think he had everybody uh, you know far enough behind him by the time he straightened up that um, you know he was able to hold on. So um, you know it's a really even bunch of fast car horses at the moment. They I think the first two cups races you've 
been able to cover the field with a blanket. I think that both cups races, they, there was about eight metres between first and last. So um, it's barrier draws for sort of everything in these races. So, um, yeah, but he did, Wayne, he, he drove him perfect. Yeah, you make a very good point. Wayne Heaven, the judge, he said exactly the same thing to me yesterday. He said, Jimmy, same as the Italian Cup, uh, apart from Bella Dollar Girl, who had broken gear and had to be pulled up out of the race. But all the other runners, same as the Italian Cup, nine metres covering the entire field from, from la uh, first to last. So you make a very good point. Look, I, I think the idea of what they're doing, in, and I know that Gary McGinty, well, your owner, is, is an interstate person, uh, but, uh, well, I'm assuming he is. He used to be, didn't he? But um, they're, yeah, they're yeah, trying to keep the money here within. Yeah, they're trying to keep the money here within South Australia. And I've got to say, I, I think it's a really good idea that this South Australia Cup series, how it's working, especially with the, the paces, how close they are together in this competition. Yeah, look, I, I think it's it's definitely something they're tinkering with, and um, you know, and, and you've got to try something, I suppose. So it's it's nice that it's going to be all the SA horses that are going to get have a a crack at the big prize. So normally SA Cup, we, you know, we're, we're all at the back end of the field. So um, at least we get rewarded um, with going around and, and making it more of a series. So, um, you know, but yeah, it's it's something that, um, it, you know, is, is an idea they had and they've tried. So, um, and so far so good. You know, it is a really competitive bunch of horses and, um, you know, they're, they're all competitive that are going around at the moment. So, you know, um, it was just our turn yesterday. We've got the right right barriers and uh, you take advantage of it when you can. I want to talk about Better Have Time and, and tell me if I'm talking out of school, but he, he sort of he got a bit lost. I mean, if we, if we go back a season or so ago, he was high-flying, he, he was unstoppable, he's putting up sensational performances. I haven't seen that of him late. Are we getting close after the win at Port Pirie uh, the other night on Tuesday night and also with his second yesterday? Is he getting closer to what we really know as the Better Have Time? Am, am I being unfair with my assessment? No, 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 not at all. Um... I think he's yeah he's definitely uh, he's definitely better. His last few runs have been a lot better, and I don't know whether he's back entirely back to where he was, um, but they're they're definitely improved runs. Uh, yeah, we've had a really frustrating probably last twelve well maybe maybe ten months with him. We've had a lot of little niggles and a lot of setbacks, sort of one after the other. So um, we've spent the last couple of months months getting uh, a bit of swimming into him and getting him in the pool and just changing his program up a little bit and. Um, I think he's really responding well to that. So, you know, I think it's just a case of he's, he's been racing since he was two and uh, things do catch up with you eventually, I guess. But, um, I'm, yeah, look, I'm really happy with him at the moment. He feels a lot more like his old self. So, um, and he's always thrived on a lot of racing. So hopefully as the series goes on and he gets a few more runs under his belt now, um, then you, you might start to see him sort of get better and better. So I think that's been the problem for the last... Uh, last little while is that we get a couple of runs, two or three runs in, and then we, we get another setback and we've got to stop again. So, and he's such a he's such a good doer. He puts weight on so easily. You sort of play a bit bit of catch up again. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we start to see him him pick up and improve. I know probably 12 months ago, Maharaja wouldn't have got near him. So, um, but the tables have turned a little bit. I think Maharaja's he's definitely improved. Um, no doubt about that. So, but uh, yeah, hope, hopefully we can get him back on track and get him going as good as we know he can go.
You took the words out of my mouth. We better have time because he's a very gross horse, isn't he? And you see him. Yeah. And he, he looks not quite as chubby as me, but he looks a little bit chubby. But he, but you he's know, that he's, he, he's pretty. Good. <laughs> he's always chubby. So am I. He's always chubby. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well done yesterday. Yeah, so thing. he's, a, he's always on. on a diet. The poor thing. I feel sorry for him. He's a, he's always on a diet. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's just um, you know he's, he's always been the same. So. Yeah. The next round of Cups, the Gawler Pacing Cup, are you heading that way? Yeah, that's, yeah, we're looking at it, but at the time we'll definitely um, head to that. Um, Mar Rogers, a stand start that one, so um, he qualified from the stand, he qualified in New Zealand, but we haven't actually given, a, given him a stand since he's been over here, so um, I think we've been discussing perhaps seeing if we can get just a jump out trial for him just to make sure that he hasn't forgotten how to do it and uh, um, all going well then we'll target them both for Gawler and then I think the following week's Port Perry so they'll both head up there as well. Yeah. Oh well big day for Heather Stevens and the team yesterday. Well done. And Gary McGinty, uh, probably one of your favourite owners. He's uh, he's been loyal to you and I know he enjoys being part of your stable. I spoke with him quite a while ago at Mount Gambier and he said, Oh, I love being with Heather Stevens and, and Dave Borrott and, and the team there, so uh, keep kicking goals and keep getting winners for them, Heather. Yeah, well we'll try. He's definitely he's a he's a gem, Gary. He's been very, very good to us. So, um as long as he's happy that's uh that's the main thing. So we'll yep, we'll certainly try and keep him keep keep getting the winners for him. All right. And are you happy? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. You know what the change is yeah. like? some weeks are better than others, but this week's definitely been a good one. So uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> happy Great week. work, Heather. Well done yesterday. Great, thank you very much. There's Heather Stevens, the winning trainer of the Quinella of the Strathalbyn Cup, Maharaja winning, driven by Wayne Hill, and uh, Tiana McMahon driving better have time for Heather as well. I'm full of excuses, finished third in that race, so uh, he's done well out of the, the first couple of events so far as far as the qualifying races are concerned after being placed in the Italian Cup. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's done very well indeed. i tell you what, uh, Team 2 are doing absolutely fantastically, and we're hoping to catch up one of the ambassadors of Team Till very shortly, but the South Australian women are doing sensational here. Uh, we go back to the last five meetings in South Australia. The women have driven at least four winners at every single meeting. In fact, the last four meetings, they've had five winners. So they've uh, really controlled... Uh, well, they're making a huge donation towards Team Till. And, of course, as you know, Tab Corp are putting $200 towards the cause for every winner driven by a, a female. And, uh, yeah, yesterday... Strathalbyn, and there was five uh, five winners. Danny Hill got four of them. Michelle Phillips got one. Saturday night, Danny Hill got five winners. Uh, Tuesday night, the combination of Port Perry and Mount Gambier. Uh, Leah Holman, uh, Tiana McMahon, and Lisa Ryan got winners at Port Perry. Tiana got a double. We better have time uh, for Heather and also Love Me or Hate Me. And Jackie Barker got a winner at Mount Gambier. And then last uh, Monday, the 21st of Feb, Tiana McMahon, Danny Hill, Gator Policino, and Leah Holman got a double with Kicker. Pooh Creek and Rosiano. So the last four meetings in South Australia, Team Chill have picked up five winners due to the women in South Australia. And the previous Saturday before that uh, last Monday meeting at Glebe Debbie, Danny Hill uh, got a couple of winners, Gator Policino and Sam Pascoe. They got four winners. So Team Till doing fantastically. And what are the ambassadors? We've got two ambassadors here in South Australia, Lisa Ryan and Danny Hill. And they fought out the finish of the uh, Strathalbyn Trotters Cup yesterday. And I feel really bad because... I actually felt that out of 
Barrett and Alyssa had held on to beat Mass Destruction. And when I said, uh-oh, I've got it wrong, Mass Destruction got up. I could see Lisa Ryan's head dip a little bit. Um, and I'm, I apologise to Lisa and the connections about about Alyssa. But someone that was really happy with the result, I suppose, was Danny Hill. And Danny joins us on the show. Danny, uh, congratulations on what's been a magnificent weekend for you. And, well, I, I personally think you got the bonus in the Strathalbyn Trotters Cup. I didn't think you won, but the, the judge saw that you won clearly. Yeah, actually, that was um, quite a surprise to me as well. Um, I suppose I was too busy driving him out rather than, you know, sort of looking um, where I was in relation to Adabara and Alyssa. Um, but I was going past the weigh-in and I looked at the semaphore board and I seen four and I thought, that's my number. <laughs> so he was a bit of a shock to me as well. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, it's been a big weekend, but we'll start on the on the Commercial Hotel Strathalbyn Trotters Cup. I mean, early, no gate speed. Uh, I know that he can trot a little bit roughly, but you didn't get involved with the burn for the lead, but then you tried to dodge the gallopers, and it seemed like he copped the check before he galloped on that first turn. Is that the way I... Uh, did you see it that way? Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought I'll just wait and see how he sort of leaves the gate and I thought he was better off trotting rather than you know pushing him out and losing him um and when there was going to be speed all around us I thought well we'll just nurse him and and just try and get him around balance him up because you know like he I know he can win out in front but he can also win from the from the back so I wasn't really concerned where I lobbed um but then yeah the um yeah there's a few gallopers around the first turn got a bit tight had to check him went rough just lucky he sort of he didn't go um, into a wild gallop and got down trotting reasonably quick. Yeah, well, look, he only lost probably about 25 metres by my calculations. And, and Lisa found the front without a barrel and Alyssa, and she, she looked after her in the early part, didn't go too hard. That, but that gave your guy a chance to tack on, and you got in the slipstream and got the 1-1. The one, one. Um, how was he travelling in the run after he caught the field, Danny? Yeah, I sort of chased him pretty hard to catch up because I thought if he gets on the back of one, he can um, sit up and have a, hopefully have a little bit of a breather. Um, did that. He actually got quite keen, so I felt like he was um, travelling pretty sweet. And then we copped another track, a lap out. Um, luckily, he didn't go rough or anything like that. He sort of just lost he lost a bit of momentum and, and lost some ground. But, um, yeah, luckily, we didn't um, have to go up on that one. Yeah, locking the wheels there between Magic Owens and Millie's Magic and then and Brother Wayne had to duck underneath in the sprint lane to dodge those because it looked like there was going to be carnage uh, and then it got a little bit, uh, I suppose, ruffled. But, yeah, he, he balanced up OK after that. I, I've got to say, I, I like the way that he handled the last bend because you, you were pushing him hard, uh, but he, he seemed to handle the last bend pretty good and, and surged up the straight as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, he was he was great. He, he really dropped around that last end super um, straight as anything and, and got up the, the straight really well. Full credit to the horse. Like, he had the most unluckiest run, um, but he was so tough up the home straight. He just, he knew what, he knew how to win. Yeah. Um, the, the trifecta for Ryan Roherick, was Ryan there on track, Danny, to, to see it all? Because I, I noticed he wasn't down driving or anything. No, um, Ryan's in ISO at the moment. 
Oh, is he? Okay. All right. Well, that, that explains it all. Excuse my ignorance here, but he would have been happy watching at home, getting the trifecta. Uh, Alibara Alyssa running second, and CK Spur ran a very good race in third placing after making up a lot of ground of galloping. So that was good. Um, now, did you go home smiling after yesterday's meeting? Because you, you're continuing to have a pretty good weekend. Uh, we, we mentioned about uh, a lot of winners that you've had at weekend, and you've really kicked some goals. And you seem to fire up when it comes to Team Teal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, love wearing teal pants. Um, I've quite often had good runs um, previous years, uh, earning money for Team Teal, and, and I absolutely love it. So, yeah, no, it has been a super weekend. Um, I suppose it's a little bit of a surprise. You know, you don't ever sort of look at your book and go, oh, I'm just going to drive most of the winners. Um, you know, you can always pick out one or two that you think have got really good chances. Um, but when they start rolling like that, you just go, wow, that's pretty awesome. But I love, I love doing it. I um, love raising money for ovarian cancer. Yeah, for sure. And, and what sort of roles do, do you have to do? Is there anything behind the scenes that you and Lisa as the ambassadors for, for Team Till, any other commitments that you, you are required to do as your role as ambassadors uh, while, while you're going through this Team Till process? Um, not at the moment. Last year we did have a luncheon um, that we all went to. We spoke and and stuff like that. So it's just uh, whatever we're required to do, um, get out there, raise awareness, and if we need to chat about it, we're always um, happy to do that. Just, yeah, it's about, you know, starting the conversation and making people aware, um, you know, about the stats with ovarian cancer and, you know, that there's not a lot of, um, you know, early detection testing and, and stuff like that. And we, you know, we need to earn money to, to make, that, make that better. Yeah. Um, and is there friendly rivalry between states? Because I've got to say, the South Australian women are, are, are really kicking goals. I mentioned about all the winners they've driven over the last four or five meetings here in, in South Australia. I mean, the, the girls are going pretty good. Yeah, we are. We're absolutely flying. Um, I don't think there's any state-to-state -state rivalry at all. I think we're all just happy to see every single one of us um, getting those horses home first. And, and yeah, that's really it's wonderful to see. Yeah. Um, look, I, I let people know throughout the day that you, you drove the last four winners at Globe Derby on Saturday night and then you roll up Sunday uh, and uh, basically it just kept rolling. Uh, the first three winners, so seven winners in a row, that's a, that's a pretty good roll. If, you, if you're not happy with that, you're pretty hard to please. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty hard to please if I wasn't happy with that. Um, but there were certainly a few um, surprises in that group of, of winners, so that's always nice. I, I like to be surprised for the winner. <laughs> Do you get as much thrill out of... Uh, um, we'll put it this way. You won, some, you won some major races on the weekend. What was one of the, the happiest trainers that you pleased on the weekend uh, after one of your victories there? Definitely uh, trade whispers and Peter Mudge. <laughs> I, I heard Mudgy? that through cheering. Yeah, I heard them cheering before I crossed the line, and and you know that that's what brings me so much enjoyment. Um, just you know having trainers, just you know happy that you're driving their horse, but then when you can get a win for them, and then they're just they're celebrating and they're over the moon. Um, I love it. Yeah, uh, Peter Mudge, uh, he's, uh, he's been involved in harness racing for a long time. Uh, Leo Mudge, many, many years ago, a great man. And, and uh, his great-granddaughter, uh, Casey, is now starting to train. So we, we see a long list of, um, 
of, uh, I suppose, family following in the sport of harness racing. So, yeah, look, I know that uh, Peter Mudge would have been ecstatic and I could hear the cheers on, on, on the lawn. It was probably the most noise we heard all night Saturday night, even though it was the last race. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that they come out in the track and they had a photo as well. And, you know, that's, it. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Hey, Danny, um, what about uh, the the Cup Series? I, I seem to think it's a pretty good idea. We've, we've seen the paces. And, look, we saw the defeat of Jimmy Mack yesterday, but he wasn't disgraced. I clocked him to run his last half in 57. He was probably no closer than three and four wide. He still ran very well, even though he finished closer to the last and first. Yeah, I sort of didn't go out there with great expectations with the draw and, you know, the track, um, and it sort of didn't play well for horses at the back. Um, so, I mean, I was I was stoked with his run. Um, too wide on the last turn, but still wasn't beaten fast. So I'd be pretty tough if I wasn't um, still happy with the horse's efforts. I mean, he's a, he's a wonderful horse. He's lovely. He just tries so hard, but realistically, just drawn where he's drawn and you know, others drawn where they were. Um, it wasn't going to play any favour, but um, I suppose that's the thing, like, they were drawn on national ratings, so we were always going to draw poorly, but um, he certainly didn't disgrace himself. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, in the end, of course, we saw Arco for the Aaron Bain Ladies Group uh, get first prize as well, so that was something that was uh, good for the women as well. Uh, they, they enjoyed the victory there, and she's done a great job, Arco, hasn't she? Oh, she's done a wonderful job. Um, she sort of surprised me. The longer she's gone on, um, the the more versatile she has um, become. So, you know, it's nice that, you know, she can sort of get a little bit more gait speed and work forward or she can sort of do it tough as well. Um, but really impressed with the, the speed she showed down the back straight yesterday. Um, I sort of only went up there just wanting to, you know, get her into the race and didn't expect her to have you know, hit the front by the by the home turn. But, yeah, really, really happy the way she got around that track yesterday. Yeah, Danny, look, uh, it's been a great weekend. Hopefully you can keep kicking goals and driving winners. We'll uh, have to wind it up there because we're getting set for the first race at Maryborough. But uh, see you back out on the track and keep getting winners for Team Till. No worries. Thanks, Jimmy. Have a good day.